to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where I bring on business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram, Ask Adam Torres, to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, all that good stuff. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become an, a, a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have on Amber DeVolk. Um, she's the Chief Compliance Officer over at Behalf, Inc. Um, Amber, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Adam. So I'm excited to uh, get into what you're doing over at Behalf, um, providing B2B financing. I mean, hot topic. A lot of business owners uh, listen to this podcast, and I'm sure they'll want some more information. Um, but before we go into that, let's go into your background a little bit more. So, so how did you get started in business? So it's, it's always interesting, you know, when you start your journey, you know, from college or, you know, maybe you didn't go, go through college, but I originally wanted to, you know, make a difference in the world. And for me, that what, what I thought that meant was to get involved into politics. So, you know, as I was in going through college, I was actively involved in student government and worked on various campaigns. I looked for any and every opportunity to even like branch out to uh, the state legislature. I interned there. I even went to Washington, D.C. and interned for the New Mexico state senator, my home state. And through those experiences, I, I learned one thing. I learned that I didn't necessarily feel that I could have the impact on the world if I stayed in politics. And so I you know, wound up in business, really not trying to end up in, in the business field. And and over the years, using that experience working in politics and learning the ins and outs of how, you know, things get done in the U.S. and how government impacts those things really gave me an edge. So, you know, it, it was an accident that I ended up in business. It was that experience and that interest in wanting to make a difference in the world and learning how to navigate, you know, in, in a political environment, in a political arena, and, and, and then an odd combination of jobs in the financial sector throughout college. You know, I, I got a grasp of financial transactions in the U.S. from various uh, perspectives. So, these little odd jobs, like having a work-study working in accounts payable, you know, it was at the mm -hmm. cancer center. Um, you know, I worked at a temp agency, and I, you know, did accounts receivable briefly as an assignment. I, and, the, you know, just all these different perspectives ended in me at a place when I was done with college where I was like, you know, what do I, I want to do with my life? And um, fortunately, I met a very influential person who became my mentor um, and started my career in compliance. And it was in banking. And, you know, that's how I ended up in, 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 the, in the business arena. It was a strange, windy journey, but here we are today. <laughs> and now <laughs> I'm, in business awesome. to, yeah, I'm in business-to-business lending. You know, I thought I was going to be either a, you know, a, a lawmaker in, in my state of New Mexico or I thought I would be, you know, maybe even a social worker or lobbyist, and um, I think I use all of those skills today still, 
in my even in my current role. Um, so it, I do find it rewarding. But you know, one of the things I would point out is that where you end up isn't where you think you're going to end up isn't always where you do. And I find myself giving this advice to my own, um, you know, my own direct reports or people that I've mentored in the past is, you know, find out what you're good at, what you're interested in, and just don't be afraid to pursue it. Uh, definitely great advice. Um, so what kind of, uh, so just kind of looking at your path, obviously you went through multiple things and you, you're now in finance. Um, what type of advice would you give that new college grad that's considering um, exploring, um, you know, uh, positions in finance or in that field? What kind of advice would you give them? So first of all, I think you, you have to find out what inspires you and just go for it. Um, I think that you can't go wrong. Like if you're if you're interested in working in the financial arena, you know, get a, an entry level job, um, or you know, take the approach. Hey, I'm going to go work for a temp agency and get exposure to a lot of different roles, a lot of different types of companies, and figure out what I what I like. And figuring out what you like probably is going to involve figuring out what you don't like first. You know, you might go. Yeah, you might go to a big corporation and say, oh, I don't like this feel. You know, you might like the the feeling of being a new employee at a startup. You might, or that might not be for you. Maybe you're not a builder. You might want the security or, you know, you might want, you know, it it's all depends on the individual. But I think the key is to find, you know, financial services. You could be at a company that, you know, sells baseball cards. You could be at a lender. There's all sorts of different industries within the financial industries market that where there's something for everybody, you know, no matter what your background. No, I, I love your answer too. I'm, I don't think I've ever heard it put quite that way. Finding out what you're good at or what you like is probably going to entail finding out first what you, you don't like. I never right. heard it put that way. That's great, great advice. Um, let's switch it up a bit. I want to talk more about what you're doing over at Behalf. So what kind of clients are you helping and what exactly are you helping them with? So Behalf, you know, I'm, I feel very fortunate to be at Behalf. What they're doing is they're providing a unique service for small businesses and large businesses, and um, they're in the fintech space, and they're really, they, they some fintechs are, were originally financial services, and they added automation, and they became like um, a fintech that way, and some were technology or risk companies, and they became, went into financial services, so I'd say the half is the latter, mm-hmm. and so they really are keen and have the expertise on software and innovation and that that what that what what we do you know on behalf is use that expertise use the software to empower small businesses to grow and thrive and and the way they do that is because they're offering competitive pricing and they open the door to small businesses that probably wouldn't have the same opportunities at like a large bank Either their fees or their credit policy would be, you know, too restrictive for a smaller company. Mm-hmm. Um, they're actually, you know, because they're, you know, they're different. Like these these smaller companies or these uh, alternative financing lenders, 
you know, maybe they just want to uh, impact the marketplace or they might want to stand out as a business themselves. So they, you know, companies like to have what they do is they use that, that's their goal. And so, like, they're, they're not necessarily as concerned with making the most money as fast as they can, but they might want to have a footprint say, hey, we want to provide a service and we want to help small businesses grow. So what I do is I use all my experience in banking um, to help non-banks like the half uh, survive because first thing you need um, – to survive as a lender is you have to have your compliance in order. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people ask me, like, what is compliance? Like, my son still a mom, what do you do? <laughs> they don't really know what compliance is. Mm-hmm. Um, but what I help them do is understand the, the complex legal and regulatory standards that all, you know, U.S. financial services companies have to follow and help them build a business um, you know, in step with those expectations of regulators. Um, and, and it can become a competitive advantage. So, you know, I find the work itself very rewarding because I'm helping a company that is very, very virtuous because they're out there wanting to make a difference to help help businesses sort of, uh, succeed and thrive and grow. And um, at the same time, I get to use all the experience that I've earned over the years and the expertise in banking and finance. Uh, it's like, you know, using that, flexing a muscle, you know, I think mm-hmm. anyone that gets in finance, it's because they have a, a brain for it. You know, it's something that you, it's an itch you must scratch. Nobody really chooses to say, hey, I want to be a compliance officer, but, you know, or, or maybe they do, but, and some of you might find that strange, you know, like something's wrong with you that you love compliance. Like, let I me get this really, straight. You wanted to be, you went to college and said you wanted to do I know, right? You're laughing because you must, you must feel, you know, understand where that comes. But, you know, uh-huh. I really, I wanted to change the world. I wanted to bring something to the table. And I think as a compliance officer, you're doing that because not only am I helping, you know, the the board, the founders of the company, the shareholder, I'm helping everyone at the half who I believe in their vision. So I'm helping them further their goals, which is like something that I respect. And then I'm helping consumers because all these consumer protection laws um, or these regulations are here to you know, keep a fair and open market. If we all follow those rules, then we're all in a better place for us. Um, and so, you know, it's something that where I feel good, like, hey, I'm still able to impact the world in this complex legal and regulatory financial market that we have here. Um, and so it's not like I, you know, I just didn't know, you know, I thought it's, you know, doing something good in the world meant being a social worker or a policymaker. But, you know, this is, you know, like you said, nobody chooses to be, say, I want to be a compliance officer, but I, I love what I do. I really That's do. That's awesome. So if somebody was, somebody's listening to this and they're like, wow, I, I think, you know, what they're doing over at behalf is interesting. Um, what's the best way for them to get more information? So, you know, I, one of the best ways is to follow us on LinkedIn. You know, you can always reach out to me directly. I'm on LinkedIn. 
but also you can look at up the half on LinkedIn or just go to the website. You know, it's simple www.thehalf.com and you know, there's a contact us or, you know, feel free to reach out to me, like I said, directly on LinkedIn or through any of our social media channels. Um, I'd be more than happy to answer any questions or, you know, hear from any of your listeners. Oh, that's great. Well, hey, I just want to really thank you for coming on the show today. And to the uh, listeners, as always, uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, to leave me a review, do all those great things that we do to support our podcasters. I really appreciate it. And Amber, thank you again for coming on the show.